0: Hi, and welcome back to the Multifaceted Athlete with Coaching Lutz. I'm your host, Kelly Lutz. I am a USGA certified running and ultra running coach and certified strength and conditioning specialist. I am so excited to have you here today. We'll be talking all about running, aspects of running, strength training, and anything else that makes us humans who do sports. So let's dive right into this episode. I hope you love it. Hello again. Welcome back to another week of the multifaceted athlete. It's been a while. I've been busy, you guys know. Um, I actually started coaching with girls on the run, so that's added a few more hours a week to my schedule that has kind of pushed the podcast to the side. But I've been talking about, talking about, talking about strength training um for a while now. So I wanted to put out at least this episode it's not going to be my full full spiel on strength training um i want to do a little more research and like digging around before i do a lot of specifics about what i think what is out there etc cetera, etc cetera. but i realized that if i keep putting this off until i feel like i'm ready to record it i'm never going to record it so Today, I'm going to talk about kind of how I think about strength training, why I think you should do it if you're a runner, and if you're not a runner and you happen to be listening, I think everyone should strength train. Um, And a little bit about how or what I consider when I put it into a program, whether it's my own or one of my athletes, and some myths that I have heard and probably thought before about strength training in general and as it relates to running too. So before we dive into that, one update on my end, Um, we had our September group trail run for those of you local to the Denver Boulder area last weekend, and we'll be having the October one on Saturday, October 8th, so if you want to stay in the loop on that, go to the show notes and sign up for the list, and you will get an email as soon as I know which trail we're going to, but that will be coming up a week from this Saturday, um, because this will be coming out on Wednesday the 28th. Today's the 27th that I'm recording this. So as you can see, full procrastinator here day before, but we're squeezing it in. We're getting something out for you. So with strength training, first, I want to start with strength training is not going to be the one thing that stops you from getting injured, and what I mean by that is I see a lot of people online who say things like, "Definitively, strength training will prevent running injuries," which is not proven. And sometimes you are strength training, you do everything right, you still get injured. Um, or I've also seen people say like, "Oh, I wouldn't have gotten X Y Z injury if I had been doing strength training before," and that's also you can't really say that. Um, And the reason I'm being very nitpicky with this, it's all about, you know, the semantics of it. And you might be like, Kelly, we all know what they mean. They mean strength training is beneficial. And I agree with that. But I don't like when people speak in such black and white manners where it's like, if you strength train, you're not going to get injured. And no one outright says that. But some of these how these other phrases are worded is what that infers. And that's just not true. Um, so just want to start out with that. There isn't just one thing that prevents running injuries or else, you know, we would all be doing that one thing. And it's important to keep in mind if you want to pick up strength training for injury prevention, that injuries are very multifaceted and they are also affected by, you know, lack of stress management, poor sleep, poor nutrition, mistakes in your training load or intensity and your training plan, and a variety of other reasons. So adding in strength training without keeping in mind those other factors and taking care of those is not going to prevent you from getting injured. And it's important to think about your training holistically and working on all of those if you want to prevent injury. And even sometimes you have everything going well and all of a sudden an injury pops up and you don't know why. And that's totally okay too. That happens to a lot of us. But yeah, strength training is not going to be your saving grace. Will it help you? I think so. And as I'm going to talk about in a bit, I think there are other reasons outside of running that you should consider for integrating strength training just into your routine as a human, and especially if you're a woman listening, I think strength training is super important for you even outside of your running. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, um, if you listen to my podcast conversation with Coach JK on his podcast, the Help Me Understand podcast, we talked a little bit about strength training and running, and he asked me If it's always been something I've done together, or kind of how I came to the conclusion that strength training goes with running. So I want to talk about that briefly. But my first introduction to strength training going along really well with running was when I ran at a D1 school for college cross country for two years. And we, you know, we had practice six. Days a week. Well, I ran seven days, but that's another issue. Um, sometimes we did have running seven days a week, depending on where in the year we were, um, and if we were in performance season or build season, etc. But regardless, we also had our own personal trainer who, when we weren't in our peak performance season, we would go to her twice a week for strength training, and from that. I was just like, oh, the logical thing is if you're also, if you a runner, you want to get better at running, you also strength train to help. And I know some of you might be like, well, in college you're training for like 5K or 6K, which is what the women do. And obviously, if you're an ultra runner, that training for the 5K is very different. But in my opinion, no matter what distance you're training for, I think strength training is beneficial. And the other reason it's always seemed intuitive for the two to go together to me is because of the pro runners that I look up to, they strength train. So one of my biggest role models in ultra running specifically is Sally McRae. And if you follow her, she strength trains all the time. And she is very adamant that One of the reasons she doesn't experience many injuries is because of her strength training because she's been doing it for over a decade now. So she's built up a very strong and resilient body. And that really helps in all of her mountain races because as you know, she gets fatigued. She's still very strong and able to um, manage those really long races or this really hard descents and ascents and all of that. And then I also follow Grayson Murphy, who is a pro runner on trail and track. She strength trains team boss. So Emma Coburn, Kate Grace, their team, they all strength train. So I feel like it makes sense to me that if if you run, you should also strength train just based on what I've experienced, what I see pros I admire doing. Um, And it kind of seems like it's just not as prevalent in the trail and ultra world, Um, except for Sally. (laughs) But, you know, Team Boss, they mostly run on the track um, in the shorter, well, I guess in the track world. It's longer distances. Some of them do do like the 800 and shorter. But either way... Um, I feel like a lot of discussions, we look at what the pros are doing for like their running training, but why why does not that not extend to strength training training? Um, and I also think a lot of discussions in the running world about strength training revolve too much around whether or not you should strength train in order to improve your running. And what I mean by that is if your only reason for wanting to add strength training into your routine is to improve your running, then I think those conversations are very valuable. But I think that the majority of runners who aren't listening to this um, probably should consider adding strength training to your routine for reasons outside of just improving your running or building a stronger body for running. And those extend to, you know, just being a stronger human in your normal life. Um, Like, for example, a lot of us, or maybe not, I personally, when I am moving, I want to be able to pick up boxes and carry them, put them down without needing, you know, five of my friends to help me. Um, or like carrying groceries. I want to be able, you know, to carry all my groceries in in one trip. Um, Not saying there's anything wrong with more than one trip, but it's my personal preference. And then just, you know, as we get older, we're losing muscle, our bones are getting weaker. So strength training is a good way to combat that. And especially for women, I think the bone health consideration is a big one. Strength training is a really good way to strengthen your bones. And um, we are, you know, we need stronger bones (laughs) as women. Um, It's a really common issue to have, you know, osteoporosis and everything like that. Um, So yeah, I feel like a lot of the running discussions are debating whether or not strength training is it helps your running or not and i feel like it's just missing a big chunk of just being a human in the world um it feels kind of to me like those discussions are geared towards more elite runners who are looking, you know, for that extra 1% to increase their performance but for the rest of us average folk out here i, I don't think We need to worry about if strength training is going to increase our running by, you know, one to three percent or whatever. Um, I think we should be looking more big picture, which probably shouldn't surprise anyone. Like my whole coaching philosophy is looking at your life as a whole and training sustainably and like you're more than just a runner, hence, you know, multifaceted athlete. So my my stance on the matter probably doesn't surprise anyone, but I would encourage you to think about some other factors that would cause you to incorporate strength training into your routine other than just looking at it at the narrow lens that it may or may not help your running. And that being said, like, you don't need to do, you don't need to go to the extreme and be lifting like five days a week you also don't need to do it every week for the entire year so uh, I'm not going to talk about specifics today like exercises and splits and all of that but I will talk about what I consider when adding strength training into a plan and the first thing which is the same as our running training is what is your goal so and what do you like to do I feel like that second part is not talked about a lot, and I don't mean you're only going to do the strength training exercises that you like to do in your program. Like, you need to work on your weaknesses, yes, but, for example, I am working to improve my 5K time right now, and I strength training can support that, but at the same time, I just really enjoy strength training, and that's what I mean by, like, taking into consideration what you like. Um... A lot of my athletes, they're working on their running, but they also really love climbing. So we're going to put climbing into their schedule, even though that has nothing to do with the running. It's not going to help their running um, and vice versa. If they're working on their climbing for a portion of the year, we're still keeping their running in, even though running is not helping their climbing. Um, So those are some considerations. But the big one is what is your overall goal? So when you're adding strength training in, if you're doing it to support your running and just be stronger overall in your daily life, um, that's very different than what you would do if your goal was, you know, increase your one rep max for deadlift, bench, and squat, for example, or anything more lifting centric. So that's one consideration. And then the second one, which is just as big, honestly, um, is what is your schedule? What are your time constraints? What can you realistically do in order to work towards your goal? And I I feel like this is where a lot of people get deterred from strength training because a lot of us have it in our mind that we need to be in the gym, you know, two or three days a week for at least an hour. That's two or three hours. If you're already running for like, four to six hours, that's a lot of training time, especially if you, you know, you're a parent or you work multiple jobs or you just have other passions in your life that you want to dedicate time to outside of your work and family life or whatever is going on in your life. You might just be a very busy person. Um, But strength training does not have to be that Intense, that complicated, that long. And just like with running training, I always say something is better than nothing. So if you're someone who's super busy, getting to the gym might not be an option for you, but there is a lot you can do at home, um, especially to support your running. Single leg exercises are amazing. And generally, if you're not strength training at all, I would start you out with bodyweight ones anyway, which are so easy to do at home. So that is something to take into consideration. Um, and there's no need to make like the super complex workout. If you do go to the gym, a lot of times when I go to the gym, I choose like anywhere from six to eight exercises and do like three or four supersets. And a superset is when you do two exercises back to back with opposing muscle groups. Um, And, yeah, so I'll talk more about that in part two when I go into more specifics, but usually six exercises takes me around 45 minutes, and this also depends on how many sets and reps you're doing, um, which we'll talk about later, but strength training doesn't have to be complicated, and you don't need to be, you know, doing... What you see on social media, what a lot of people post. And yeah, you can start out with once a week for 30 minutes. And I think that if you're not strength training at all, that's like a great place to start. And I feel like a lot of us think that is not enough. You know, like why add in one 30 minute workout? Is it even doing anything? If you're not strength training at all, yeah, it is doing something. And as you get used to that, Maybe you can find more pockets of time that you can add on some other days to get some more strength training. Um, And then another consideration you want to make with regards to schedule is for running which days are your easy days, which days are your hard days. I think I've talked about this in a previous episode when I was talking about how to build your training week. But as a refresher, um, I personally like to. As long as my schedule allows, I like to do my speed workout days on the same day as one of my strength training days. So I'll do speed workout in the morning before work and then strength training after work. Some people prefer to do their speed workout one day and then next day on their easy run day do their strength training. Um, I like to keep my hard days hard, as they say, but it, it's all about like... Personal preference, what does your schedule allow? What can you recover from? Um, I will say doing speed workout and strength training, depending on what I do during strength training, that can dig a big hole of recovery that I need to come out of. I've been doing it for over a year now, so I'm pretty used to it, but someone newer to strength training, that might not be the best route to go, so it might be better to do them on separate days. Um... Yeah, and then for my second one, I usually do it on a weekend day. Sometimes on the day of my long run, it kind of depends. Uh, I will say there have been instances recently where, due to my other scheduling constraints, I've had to do my strength training the afternoon before either my speed workout or a long run, and that's not ideal, as or by anyone's standards. But sometimes that's just what happens. And in those instances, you have to make the decision, okay, do I want to skip my strength training this week because I'm not getting the quote unquote ideal schedule or am I just going to suck it up, do my strength? And then sure, yeah, my speed workout, maybe it's not as good as it could have been, but getting in the strength workout is really important to me in the grand scheme of things. So that's kind of a personal decision. Um, I feel like a lot of people out there would be like, no, you shouldn't ruin your quality running session, but I'm not an elite, you know? Yeah, I'm improving or trying to improve, but if I do a week or two of having my strength work out the day before, it's not gonna, it's not gonna completely hinder my progress, you know? Um, so that's, That's most of the considerations that I make when adding strength to a plan. Um, As I said before, if you are completely new to strength training, I would start with one day a week and probably not on a quality running day just so you can recover better because strength training is hard, you know? And with that, I know I've said it before, I'm going to keep saying it for as long as I'm coaching. Once you add in strength training on top of what you're already doing, please, please, please make sure you're eating enough. Strength training is hard. It's more activity in your week. You need to be eating enough to support that and your running. Otherwise, as I mentioned at the top of this conversation, adding in that strength training is not going to prevent injury for you. And if you're under eating, it might increase your risk of injury. So, Think about that, please, everyone, especially my women. I know it is common for women to under-eat. Not saying it's not common for men or non-binary folk, but it is very prevalent in the female space. Okay, so we're going to wrap up this episode with some myths that I've heard. So this kind of goes along with what I was just saying, but one myth about strength training that I hear a lot, especially on social media... Is that if I start strength training, I'm gonna bulk up and get slower. And I think JK and I talked about this a little bit and we laughed a lot (laughs) because we're both of the mindset that you know you're not gonna bulk up unless that's your intention. So, like I said before, with eating more to support your activity, if you're not eating enough, you're not gonna bulk up. Let me say that again if you're not eating enough, especially protein. You're not going to bulk up. Bulking up does not happen by accident. It is a very intentional thing. And in order to bulk up, you're making your muscles bigger. You need fuel to do that. A lot of us runners probably aren't eating enough to support just our running. And definitely are not eating enough to bulk up from lifting weights a couple times a week. So, You're not going to bulk up unless that is your goal and you work at it really, really hard. And if you were to put on some more muscle, you might get slower, but you don't, depending on where you put on the muscle, you might have more muscles to use for running. Obviously, if you bulk up in your upper body, that's not really the case, but you know, leg muscles are what move you forward in running. They... They are what you need for running. So I'll just leave that there. Okay. So myth number, two, I don't know if this is a myth, but it's something that I've heard um in these other discussions in the running world around strength training. If you have extra time for training during the week and running is your priority, you should just do more running if your goal is to get better at running. So I think on its face, yes, this is a correct statement. Um But like I was saying before, I think all of these running discussions are so narrow-minded. If I have extra time in my week for training, I'm going to do something else that's not running. Unless my goal is to, you know, increase my running volume. But like, for example, if you are only running right now and you're like, oh, I have an extra hour that I could run more. I would suggest you add strength training instead of more running because strength training, like I said before, will it may improve your running. Um, if you're a trail runner, I think it definitely helps just make your body more resilient, especially for ultras. Um, it's really helpful later in ultras um, and in recovery. I found that strength training has helped me bounce back quicker because my body's just stronger. Um, but then even outside of that strength training, as I said before, helps all these other aspects of your life and longevity in just being a human. So I, I don't think that any of us should just be running. I'm just gonna, we're gonna leave it at that. So then the last myth, it takes forever to see gains. So, I mean, this one depends. Um, if You've been strength training for a while. It's, uh, I wouldn't say it takes forever to see gains, but it's going to take a little longer than someone who has never strength trained before. So for my newer strength trainers, you actually see gains fairly quickly. Um, and I guess it depends what this person was <laughs> thinking when they said gains. But in my mind, this is... um. This is where the answer is coming from. So a newer strength trainer will see gains more quickly. And that's mostly because you are um how do I say this? It's neurological. So you're the mind body connection, you're strengthening that because it's you haven't strengthened before. So, like when you see gains in the gym in the first eight weeks or so, it's because your brain is getting better at using and recruiting the muscles for the exercises versus your muscles are stronger. Um, that doesn't happen for um, 12-ish weeks. Um, so yeah, newer, newer strength trainers, you'll see gains fairly quickly if you stay consistent with it. And obviously, depending on what you're doing and if it's um, a smart program or not, and other things you're doing, but, yeah, it doesn't take forever to see gains, and in those situations, I feel like if you are very numbers-focused, it helps to have, like, some other goals that aren't just strength numbers, for example, um, but, yeah, those are the three big myths that I was thinking about, um, if there are some other ones, That you want me to address send them in kelly at coachingclubs.com hopefully you enjoyed this little episode i will go into more specifics about like exercises splits um i forget what else i said earlier but whatever i said earlier that i would dive into um yeah i got some questions on instagram that I'll go over in part two as well. And part two may come out next week and maybe in two weeks. We'll see. We'll see. You know I'm a busy gal. But yeah, here is part one. This probably won't even end at two parts. I'm sure I'll have more thoughts later. Strength training is always a hot topic and, you know, there's always more stuff coming out, more, more opinions, more science. So This will probably be a periodic check-in, but that will be it for today, and thank you for being here. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a rating and review. It helps me so much, and it helps other people find the podcast, and yeah, if you want to come on the podcast, still looking for more guests. I am coordinating with a few people, but if you have a story you want to tell or just there's something that you want to talk about you think would be interesting um reach out to me I would love to have you on um yeah kelly at coachingclass.com for for everything you need and with that I'm gonna stop rambling and go now enjoy this let me know what you think bye that's a wrap on this week's episode thank you so much for listening to this if you like this podcast please rate subscribe review everything you do for podcasts wherever you listen to them it helps me out immensely and helps other people find the show and just spread my message And if you haven't already, connect with me on Instagram or TikTok at Coaching Klutz. You can also find me at my website, CoachingKlutz.com, if you're looking for my coaching services or any of my running programs. And I will talk to you all next time.